Welcome to Rain City Jerks. Recorded live in a basement apartment in Seattle, Washington. You ready to jerk it with Jay and Jack? You ready to get wild up in here? Rain City Jerks is gonna put it in your ear. Jerk! You're here. We're here. It's the Rain City Jerks. Thank you for coming back. Or joining us for the first time. Whichever one. Whichever one, thank you. We're always glad to see you, whether you're listening intently or just have this on in the background. While you're doing dishes or taxidermy or uh, working on your 1987 Camaro. Oh, that was a great year. That was a hot year for Camaros. Fucking T-Top. Hell yeah, IROC. IROC Z. What is IROC? I don't know. I know it's the thing cool guys want, though. Cool guys want it with the leather jackets and slick back hair. Yeah. Uh, my my late uncle, he had a Camaro in – it, like, wasn't even in the garage of the house. He had gotten the Camaro in the basement of the house. Okay. And it was always in, like, partial disrepair every time I went over there. And when he would turn it on and get it running, the whole house would shake. Sure. Yeah. And create a suicide chamber in the basement. Yeah, you know, that's not how we went. He uh, did he ever get it out of the basement? No, I don't think so. It's still there today. It's still there to this day. Uh, he died of liver cancer. Classic. Classic Uncle Paul. Yeah. And doctors, you know, when he first went in, they were like, "Oh, you've got six months max to live." Get your shit in order. And he was like, I'll show you. And he did it in two. He lived six more years. Oh, wow. And people, Doctors always get that shit yeah, wrong. that's true. They got to they gotta hedge their bets. But it was like a, a miracle of medicine that he, not even a miracle of medicine, just a miracle of like, I don't know, Italian blood that Paul Giannini kept ticking. Hmm. My cousin says she's haunted him a couple times. In what way? Like, uh... She was in her apartment talking about him one time, and the lights started, like, flickering on and off. Okay. And books started falling off the bookshelf. I would fucking hate that. Right? I would hate that. It's like, dude, I fucking... I put those books that way for a reason. Right. You know, you haunt me a different way. Do something cool. Don't make a mess. Yeah. But then she was, like, asking him questions, and the lights were, like, blinking in response to the question. Yeah, I believe her. Do you believe do you believe that she believes it, but do you believe it? I believe it, but I don't give that much credence to it. Sure. It's like I think weird stuff happens all the time, but also at the same time we're not living in the X-Files. Or are we? Yeah. The truth is out there. My sister just recently told me a story about our grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I'm like the least sentimental member of my family. Like when someone dies, I don't feel the need to hold on to like a large portion of their things. Mm-hmm. Like I've got some quilts that my great grandmother made, but like I don't. That's ha- just because you need quilts. Yeah. Like quilts are just a cool yeah. thing to have. Like, They're expensive. Right. Like I've just got some quality quilts for like, but my sister took a bunch of my grandmother's furniture when she died, including this like writing desk. Okay. And. Uh, it's in one of their guest rooms. And so my sister had this cleaning lady over who had been in a car accident. And at, when she came out of the coma or whatever that she came out of after this car accident, she was like Whoopi Goldberg in Ghost. Like she sure. was like a medium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she's cleaning my sister's house and she's like, my sister hears her upstairs and she's like, no, I'm not going to tell her that. I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> and my sister's like, she thought she was just talking to the other cleaning lady. And yeah. she was like, no, nah, whatever. And uh, and then so the lady came downstairs a little while later. She's like, I don't, like, I said I wasn't going to do this, but she just like won't leave me alone. Like, and gave her this message of mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, there's this person up there attached to this desk and like it's their mission to like watch over your newborn son like, yeah or not newborn but like your your son yeah your, your baby son sure sure it's their like they're like they're it's your son's like guardian angel or whatever and then she thought it was our great-grandmother because it was my great-grandmother's writing desk mm-hmm. but she got it from my grandmother 
And then there was something else where, like, I think she, like, opened, a, like, just a random drawer or something, and, like, something of my grandmother's fell out. Yeah. And then, like, she was like, oh, that's who it is, because she couldn't figure out, like, why our great-grandmother would be here, because, like, she was really old when we were yeah. really young, yeah, yeah. so there wasn't a big connection. But now it seems like it's our grandmother yeah. watching out, and... uh She's going to have to watch while that son goes through puberty and gets addicted to hentai porn. Maybe, yeah. I mean, she had four boys. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, she's that's not ectoplasm. That's jizz. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But when I go to visit soon, that's the room I'm going to stay in. So yeah. it creeps me out a little bit. To bring, a, bring a Ouija board, man. Uh, maybe. Yeah. It's, it is October. The veil is thinning. I don't know. I have a hard time. Using a, a spirit medium manufactured by the Fisher Price Corporation. I mean, you can just make one yourself. Can you? Yeah. How? Just write the alphabet on a piece of paper and get a glass. Like it, it doesn't have to be made by. It doesn't have to be like you know four mil cardboard with uh, an enamel top or whatever. Like you yeah, just that's that's the most uh, esoteric cardboard. Yeah. You four just, mil shiny. You could, you could just do it yourself. Glossy. Like in Stranger Things, when they did the Christmas lights on the wall with the letters. Sure, you know, sure. Essentially the same thing. Uh, Ouija boards existed before Fisher-Price. Maybe it was Hasbro. Either way. No, F- Fisher-Price makes like, like Yeah, like I think toys. I think it is Hasbro. Hasbro or Milton Bradley. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Hasbro. That has uh, what, the Ouija what's, board. Uh, what, what's your favorite like? I've never fucked board? with a Ouija board. What about like board games though? Uh, Hasbro and Fisher Price Corporation. What do you like? I was never a board game person. Ne- never. Not really. But what have you played? Like, I'm, what did you play when you could play Monopoly? Yeah. You play it, Candyland. Yeah, play Candyland. Uh, play. Uh, play Monopoly, sh- but it would usually ladders. No, not really. It would end up with like you know arguments. Of course. And so that's what's what's fun about the game is that people get riled up. And then so my mom would shut the game down if we got too riled up. And so just I don't know. It was fine. It was, I just I'm just not a gamer. I just like I'm not that into like games really. I would play uh, Risk with my buddies Ty and Riggins in college. It takes too. That's shit oh, it takes, ta- it takes for, forever. It's but too that, complicated. We, it takes we too would, long. We would we would save the board. Like we oh, would play uh, yeah. for like three or four hours and save the board, and then. You know, usually these games would end up with like someone flipping the board and a fist fight breaking out. Right. And that's what's that's because you fun. fortified Paraguay and like now they can't. Invade. Yeah, that's what's fun is not like rolling dice and moving plastic cannons around. It's like watching your friends lose their shit. Yeah. And get in a fight over your Kutsk. Yeah. I never really had friends that wanted to play board games. We just wanted to go light Molotov cocktails and shoot paintball guns at each other. That's kind of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were, you know, outdoorsy kids. Did you ever play uh, Bumbly Peg? Mm, is that where you flip the knife? And... It's where you throw the knife at each other's foot. Right, no. And you try to get the knife as close to each other's foot as possible. No, we never did that. I was, I was looking up throwing knives the other day. It seems like that might be something that's fun to get into. Hell yeah, it is. I love throwing knives. Throwing knives. You ever been to one of those axe-throwing places? No, but I, I did the axe-throwing at the Renaissance Fair every year when I would go. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the axe. I went to an axe-throwing place one time. Uh, I won the challenge. There was a daily challenge. Yeah, I think you've told it before. They, 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 they upgraded you to double axe-throwing. Yeah. 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 I went through the ranks really quick. It was fun, but they soak the wood in, wood, in water uh, first to make it like so you can chunk into it easier. Yeah. It's, it's more satisfying. It's definitely more yeah, satisfying. You got to give the people what they want at the axe throwing bar. Yeah, I mean that's what they came for. The, do you remember the axe throwing bar in Capitol Hill used to be a porno shop? Uh, before my time, it was Empire Porno. Okay, Empire Empire Adult Video, not yeah. porno, but it was that. And then there was the uh, Highline above it. Yeah, the vegan metal bar. Right, I went to that one time. Saw a cool band. How'd you like it? It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I was there to see one band, and they ripped it, and it was cool, mm-hmm. and I never went back. Yeah. Would have been all downhill from there. Maybe. If you would have gone and seen any other show. It would be a weird, you know, Some there's talk of maybe turning it into a comedy space. and uh, I think that's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. I don't think it's set up right for it. It's not set up right. It's more time and money 
to sink to sink into like a full bar and restaurant. Yeah, that's not what our friend wants. Would it have to be a restaurant? I mean, it, it's got the kitchen facility in it, right? So you couldn't really just leave the kitchen empty. I mean, you could. Eh, you're, you're 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 paying rent for that kitchen. Sure, sure. And you know, you've got a bar. You've got to do something. You've got right. to serve some kind of food. And you know, the more the more complex pieces you have to balance for a business, the higher likelihood of things going wrong. Right. They could go right, but they could also go wrong. It's kind of a weird rule that you have to serve food if you're a bar. Oh, no, it makes sense. It makes sense, but it's also kind of a weird rule. Because, like, you can skirt around it by, like, well, I've got pickled eggs and chips, you know? Like, sure. Well, it's just so pe- <laughs> it's just to make sure people don't get as drunk as they possibly can. Right. Which they still will. Yeah. But, like, if they're hanging out, you know, you got to throw a sandwich in there. Soak up some of that liquor. Yeah. What What is the ideal drinking food? Well, last night I had a an away show in sure. uh, Kashmir, Washington, mm-hmm. and pretty decent bar. Had some decent bar food. Yeah. I had uh, tri-tip chunks in a nice au jus. Mm-hmm. They gave you a hoagie roll. I told them to hold the hoagie roll. Sure. But then it turned out there was wheat in the au jus. Ooh. Uh, How'd that treat you? Well, I haven't pooped in two days anyway, so maybe it's uh, just, you know, adding to it. Ouch. We'll see. Yogurt thing was working for a while, but now it seems to taper it off a little bit. Uh, anyway, Are you still doing the yogurt thing? Oh, I, I live on yogurt now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got to cut everything else out. I pretty much have. you got to do the drink. That's what I'm doing. Okay, we'll give it a couple days. I mean, I do it every day. Well, no, but you ate tri-tip last night. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I I haven't pooped in two days prior to that, and I still drink a yogurt drink as my breakfast. Mm. Anyway, bar food. Uh, wings are solid. Bone-in, sure. of course. Fuck chicken fingers. Sure, sure. Uh, fuck boneless wings. Uh, wings are good. Uh, if you can do it right, a barbecue is good because you don't. It doesn't require. It requires a lot of prep and a lot of like cooking. But then the serving side of it is very simple. Yeah, and, and you've got the meat ready. You right, just put it on a plate. Right, it doesn't take much to get it out there. Um, so barbecue is good. Uh, nachos, not bad. Um, Disgusting fried shit. That's where it's at. Generally, fried cheese, hot dogs, uh, fr- fried hot dogs. I'd fuck with a fried hot dog. That's like a corn dog. You could fry a regular hot dog. Yeah, that's true. You fuck with uh, Korean corn dogs? From that place in Capitol Hill? I mean, they have them there, but it's just like a genre of corn dog. Uh, I looked up their menu. I don't think they're gluten-free. No, there's nothing you can eat there. And so, no, I don't fuck with it. Uh, Well, I fuck with it double for both of us. I would fuck with it. I did look up their menu, and it does look interesting. Oh, a lot of mayo, baby. Yeah, well, it loves mayo. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Uh, that's cool. How was the show in Kashmir? It was good. It was, uh, you know, a rowdy bar show in the middle of Washington. Uh, beautiful out there. Gorgeous. It was rowdy, but people were, were paying attention? People were paying attention. Uh, how, how much attention were they paying? A, a lot. A lot of attention. You had to pay to be there. Okay. Uh, it was a paid gig, or like, you know, pay to be there. And so there's probably 40 people there. But there was a lot of, like, hooting for jokes. Was there a lot of like shouting out suggestions? There was two people right up front that were a real pain in the ass. Yeah. And one of the comics, when she got off stage, whispered to the man, "I hope you die in your sleep," because uh, he was. They were just like bugging her during sure. her set, but everybody else was polite and like they were kind of quiet, honestly, like mm-hmm. with sharp bursts, but kind of quiet overall. But yeah. like when I got done with my set, uh, I was just the host. But when I got done with my set and I was walking to the back, uh, I got like four high fives just from people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. All right. Yeah, not bad. I didn't sell merch because I was just the host, but I probably could have. That's true. Uh, did that? We did that show in Puyallup. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good. You were there. Oh, it was oh, fantastic. Oh. Yeah, no, that show is great. That's the best Tony Peter show that is that's ever been created. Coco Joe's. I would say almost as good, not as good, but people almost. say that the Coco Joe's I did was 
it's garbage. I love Coco Joe's. So bad. I'm a fan. Okay, well, I got to sign up for that again. Uh, but no, Cascades and Puyallup. I sold five uh, shirts. Sold five shirts. Go there. They had some. How are the wings? Are they look pretty good? They're pretty good. Pretty good wings. Yeah. Um, Not a dedicated gluten free fryer, and that could also be partially why my stomach is fucked up. You got a you got a sensitive tum. Yeah. Sensitive little tum tum there. It's so annoying. Jack Slattery. It's so fucking annoying. He's got a got a got a hard crusty exterior. But I can't eat soft wheat. tummy. I don't know why I can't eat wheat. Like I don't know why it it's you know. Does anyone else in your family have this going on? Uh, probably, but they're not really into looking into that. Yeah. Uh, my they, sis- they just have accepted that their shitting is really weird. I get. I don't know. I have, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, my sister is gluten free largely, but not mm-hmm. exclusively. Hmm. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I don't feel great when I eat it, but yeah. I can eat a little bit and not really bother me. And I've made my diet in a way that I don't eat a ton of it. Yeah. I definitely miss some things. And then, like, you find out that, like, because uh, a person I was traveling with is very gluten-free. And so I checked the au jus mix to see if she could eat it. And mm-hmm. I was like, contains, it contains wheat. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't, like, be like, no, you're fine. You're fine. That would be a problem. It's... You've run into that situation before. You know how to handle it. Yeah. Uh, how do you manage your farts? Uh, I just fart. You just fart. Yeah, hundred percent of the time. Just let it go. Or Nin- there are there situations? Ninety percent of the time. What What are the situations where you'll hold your farts in? If it do- if I don't think I could like get away with it. Okay. So like if we were sitting, I guess you would get away with it. Just yeah. Farting. I farted you out enough times. Sure. That I, I wouldn't mean. fart in an elevator. I, okay. that, that's rude. I wouldn't do that. If we're outside, I'm farting. You oh, know what I mean? dude, if outside, you're fine. Yeah. That's fair game. Uh, I wouldn't fart. I don't know. I wouldn't fart in a rude way, but like 90% of the time, if I got to rip one, I'm doing so it. So if, if it was somebody that you esteemed more highly, would you hold the fart in? Nah. Nah? I'm a great uh, SBD. SBD. I know how to like tweak it and then like let it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the just, one cheek squeak. Yeah, you just gotta like, like just let a little bit out, and then like the rest can go. Whoosh. Yeah, it just slides out. You gotta yeah. just get that, get past that first bubble. Right, exactly. Oh man, I hated it in uh, in, in elementary school. Those fucking plastic chairs. Oh yeah, just ripping fucking them on. rattles against your cheek. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of that's more funny though. Yeah. Yeah, like it's embarrassing, but then like if you got the right bros in the class. Also a lot now that I've cut gluten now that I've cut gluten out of my diet largely, yeah. my farts don't really stink. Like there's sure. a little there's a little funk to it, I'm not mm-hmm, gonna lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they're not like gonna chase you out of the room. They're no. not like fucking like oh my they used to be. My farts used to just be like fucking yeah. murder. Sure. But then I started eating differently and like, you know, now it's just air basically. Yeah. A little funk, but not much. I uh, started a, a, a bulk again mm-hmm. about a week ago, and my farts, they came back. Why, why are you bulking? It's that time of the season. I okay. cut, I maintained, and now my body's like, all right, let's put on some muscle. Hmm. Okay. And, you know, the wintertime, fall is generally the best time to do a bulk. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The opposite of swimsuit season. It's like I'll wear three coats, and no one can even tell what my body looks like underneath it. Mm-hmm. It's just how I like it. I just yeah. try and maintain. Eh, you know that that's that's a strategy. I try and hang around one eighty. Yeah. No, I'm probably going to try to get up to two ten, two fifteen this time. Okay. Which will be easily the heaviest I've ever been. And then drop it down to what? Drop it down to like one ninety five. Okay. Yeah. But you're going to be working out vigorously. Yeah, working out vigorously and just fucking pounding. Chicken and steak and rice. Taylor Clark told me today that chicken is nutritionally devoid and not good for you. I was like, I don't believe this. I know I don't think that that's true. Yeah, no, Taylor. uh, Listen to him about skateboarding. Yeah, don't listen to him about chicken. I was like, "Mm, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Did did he did he say anything else? Did he say why? Just because of the way we factory farm it, maybe. I was like, mm, I still don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's got a heavy karmic price. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. But also, like, you can eat, like, you chicken know, breast and get huge. Right. And he was saying that 
pork was also nutritionally devoid, but like grass fed beef is like the most nutritional thing you could eat short of like wild game. I would agree with that. I would agree with yeah, that. I, would agree I was with like, that. I was like, okay. But then he was like, chicken is just devoid of nutrition. I was like, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Well, beef is great because the digestive system of the cow is really useful for uh, processing out all of the imperfections in the food that they get fed because they've got four stomachs. Right. So they're digesting the shit over and over and over again. So that... What a dumb way to eat. I think it's pretty cool. You just get to chew all the time. I mean, it's pretty cool, but it's so, like, cost... Like, it. you know what I mean? Like, you have to work really hard to get those calories, yet they get fat, so... Yeah, no, they're, they're like, some of the biggest animals. And they've got, like, the, the most destructive farts on Earth. Yeah, I think that's been determined a myth, right? Isn't that true? I don't know, man. Yeah. You ever you ever smelled a cow's fart? Sure. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's okay. It's okay? You like it a little it's, bit? It's whatever. Yeah. It's earthy. Bur- smells like a burger. One time I had this cheese in Frankfurt, okay. Germany. It was like a regional delicacy, mm-hmm. like maybe even like a city delicacy. Sure. And I forget what it was called in German, but it basically translated to like fart cheese. Sure. And uh, uh, they served it with this like kind of like a chimichurri sauce in a way just like an herby sure sure oily sauce kind of thing and that like made it more palatable but like i was determined to try it and i found this like old ass like pub that's been there since like the 1600s and like they served it and uh it tasted exactly like a fucking barn it was disgusting like it tasted like a like a fart in a barn and the sauce made it more palatable, but I don't think we finished it. And it like it tasted like sheep farts. It was it was insane that people were like, "No, this is what we're going to be known for." It's probably like a joke cheese, like how people <laughs> like how you go to Chicago and people are like, "Oh, you got to try Malort." But Malort's all right. I like Malort. Right, you say that, but then like you'll foist Malort on another person just to see them be grossed out by it. Maybe, but I'm more impressed if they're like, you know what, this is all right. Like, I gave Dan Berlin a shot of Malort. Sure. And he was like, what was that? I was like, Malort. He was like, that was Malort? He was like, that wasn't bad at all. Like, that was, he was like, that was all right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like pretty all right. It's pretty all right. I'm mad at it. I like gross tasting liquor, though. Yeah. I like I like wormwood specifically. Well, wormwood's great. Wormwood's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's, that's that bitter flavor that comes through yeah. on the back of the Malort. And absinthe. And absinthe. I love a good absinthe. Yeah. There's that goth bar in Portland that has like a bunch of different absinthe drinks and they set it up all cool with like sure. the water flipper and they set it on fire. The sugar cube. Yeah. You get the whole thing. Watch it loosh. Love a loosh. Uh, jumping back to, to European food. I, I've met a couple people who are like really sensitive in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't eat the the milk or the wheat out here, but then they'll go to Europe. I've heard that before, and they can just eat whatever they want. I've heard that before, but uh, on my first honeymoon, yeah, uh, I guess really only honeymoon. Yeah, but, uh, on my honeymoon we went to Germany. Yeah. This was the Frankfurt trip, mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. but. Like I was eating all this German dark bread. I was eat, I was this before I was gluten free before I even considered it. Yeah, and like I was just eating bread this like whole time, just like these like sandwiches, these like arugula and brie sandwiches on a baguette, mm-hmm. <clears throat> dark German bread, just like bread all the fucking time. It's Germany. Yeah. Drinking beer all the fucking time. Of course, You're uh, in Germany drinking huge steins of it. So I was glutened up, and I don't think I shit that whole trip. Like I went to a pharmacy and got. Like it got to the point to where like I went to a pharmacy and got laxatives. Sure. And, like I, they didn't like I had like most people in Germany speak English well enough, but yeah. like these people didn't, and so I had to like try and like explain through interpretive that you weren't shitting. Yeah, and that you needed to shit. Yeah. It was like these drops you put in your mouth. It can't taste kind of good. Honestly, yeah, I've, I've used those before. And. Yeah, you put like twenty drops in. I put forty in, and then uh, did it do anything? Yeah, I mean, I had a 
halfway decent shit. Just got something moving, but yeah. like it still wasn't great. You know what I mean? Because hmm. I kept eating more gluten because I didn't know what the problem was. Have you ever had a colonic? No, I kind of want one. You honestly. should get one, man. You'd love it. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't fix your problems, right? But it would pump all of the shit out of you, right? Yeah. I was on a good streak for a while. I remember. Uh, you, were, you were crowing. Yeah, it was it was feeling great. You're crowing but, about those hearty loafs. Yeah. I maybe I just gotta maybe I gotta go back to putting the spice in the yogurt. Yeah, dude, you ha- you have to you have to do it the way that it's prescribed. Like I understand you're a grown man and you know you think you know what's best. Well, it's not even what I know what's best, it's just like uh you know, trial and error, just yeah. learning for myself. I've been putting protein powder, like I put like a, a ton of yogurt in a big mug, mm-hmm. and I fill it up with water, mm-hmm. splash of oat milk, pa- mm-hmm. protein powder, mm-hmm. then I chug that for my breakfast. I guess I could just put spices in yeah, it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's not the drink. That lasts me a spices long time. Spices are key. That, 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 that will keep me full until probably like two or three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I eat like a small snack or something, and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, you should do uh, you should do the yogurt drink and you should do the kitchery mono diet. Mm, what's that? It's uh, this rice and split lentil stew that you make, and it's you know you again it's the spices that you put in it that make it really uh, rejuvenative to your digestive tract. Hmm. And like for every ayurvedic uh like digestive protocol that's kind of like where you start is you do the 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 yogurt fast and the kitchery mono diet and for most things that'll just like knock it out gets your gets your small intestine right it kickstarts it with the spices and the yogurt and then you're eating stuff that is really easily digestible super mush and palatable yeah, yeah. i don't know i'm really good at just eating the same thing over and over again i can again. do it i can it, like I, I love to cook and mm-hmm. I love to eat good food, but I can easily go into just like, like fuel mode. Sure. Where like I don't care. I'm just putting fuel in my body. You're like give me fuel, give me fire. Yeah, give me that which I desire. <clears throat> Kitchery diet. I'm drinking ballerina tea right now. Yeah. Double bag. How's that working? Well, I mean, I just started. You just started. So probably when I wake up in the morning, I'll have a decent. Decent demi plie. Hope so. Yeah, I'm just fucking tired. You know what I mean? It just like affects your brain. It just oh yeah. Just no, like... I, I I have a long long history of dealing with that. It's really dirty fryers that get me the most. I think because okay. like I'll 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 deviate by like well this isn't gluten free but I bet they fry chicken fingers in the same fryer and then yeah of like, course it's dirty oil and then of like, course yeah. Even if they change the oil, like it's still got like the buildup around the sides of yeah. the fryer. Shout out Red Robin though. They have dedicated gluten free fryers and unlimited fries and you can get like they have gluten free buns too. Oh wow. Uh uh But you still gotta go to Red Robin. It's pretty alright. Red Robin's alright. Uh it's my go to on the road food. Because they're open till like midnight most places, and they have gluten free food. And they for have you. designated like that's like the yeah. main thing that you're concerned with. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> ballerina tea. I, I was I was a ballerina for a while. Yeah, yeah. After I was really into yoga, I was like, oh, I want to do ballet. Okay, I've always wanted to do, do you ever ballet. Do any like recitals? You ever perform? No, I never got that far. Okay, I I, I came up against my limitations pretty hard, pretty fast. Which were. Uh, that I was 28 years old and starting ballet. Yeah, and they were like, beat it. Well, no, I, I went to like a class for adults, and it was mostly like, you know, middle-aged women who How had done ballet their whole uh, life. Zero. Okay. Um, so, like, generally, guys will go to something like yoga and ballet and be like, oh, I'm going to be the only guy with a bunch of girls. Awesome. Right. They just all think you're gay. Yeah. Girls don't want to bang a guy in yoga class and ballet. Like, they want to bang a guy who lifts weights. Or, you know, if if a girl's in yoga class, she wants a guy who lifts weights but is still in touch with his feminine side. Right. Uh, But no, like a guy with a ponytail in a fucking yoga class, it's like, no, come on, guy. Get a what you smell. That's what happens with that guy. Uh but no, I was, you know, I was like really flexible from doing yoga and I was like, oh, I'm flexible. I can do ballet. 
But you have to start when you're like five years old. I started when I was five. Doing ballet? Yeah. How'd uh, that go for you? It wasn't my thing. No? I went to an arts magnet elementary school, and ballet was one of the things that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make you, when you start in kindergarten, they make you take all of the electives in kindergarten and first grade so yeah. you get a feel of what you kind of like. Sure. And, you know, it was fun. I liked it, but we were just goofing mostly. Yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, it's more like a game. Than... Yeah, but it wasn't really my thing. It was fun, but it wasn't really my thing. In in Russia and China, they'll just take kids who show a talent when they're like four or five years old and send them to like this government uh, training center. I don't have a problem with that. I think that that's totally fine because I and I wish that someone had done that for me. Just be like, you know what? You're good at this. This is your thing. You don't have to think for the rest of your life. Just this is your thing. Just sit there, pick your butt. You're like the fucking Mozart of picking your butt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If someone just man. like took me at an early age was like this you're gr- you're great at this and yeah. then like gave me praise and we're like no 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 this is great. You're you're keep if doing If you didn't this. do it well, they whip you. Sure. Oh, that would, food. that would work great. Yeah. They make you do it. They're like, if you don't do this, we're going to kill your family. Yeah. You remember your family, right? Better pick that butt, Slattery. Exactly. Yeah. I just saw, I haven't read the article, but I just saw a uh, article saying that China has police stations in New York and other American cities to keep tabs on chinese citizens living over here i believe it i believe it but that's fucking crazy though right like that we would allow a foreign force here to like do that really well i i mean i would it just makes me think that like man we're really bitches to china is it like an embassy i don't know or like i i I have have to know what the deal is is like oh we we don't we fear for the safety of our Chinese people in America. I think it's more like so they don't defect or like so they like. They're like, oh, we need to keep an eye on our like government assets here. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't I, I don't. like I said, I didn't read the article. I just saw the post. But sure. Like, That's great. Now we can just wildly speculate on what's going on. Right. There. Yeah. Well, no, because they'll send like, you know, students over here to like go to colleges and infiltrate the, the right. higher positions of business. And right. I bet they're like, man, this is great. I don't want to go back to China. Right. For sure. I, I want to fucking hang out here. With I want to drive a Tesla with a student driver sticker on. The right. Back. I want to go to Shake Shack. I want to go to fucking. I'm going to go to Arby's. Yeah. Get your five for five dollars. They still do that. No, I don't think you can get five for five at Arby's anymore. I have no idea. Um, <clears throat> but no, I'm sure. Yeah. They're keeping an eye on them. And then. Yeah. Then they probably have another police station to keep an eye on the police. Right. The first police. Right. It's like who watches they have the, the watchmen. Bla- they have the black guard above them. Yeah. Just like ninjas ready to swoop in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I read that and I should look more into it, but that was pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. We are definitely in the beginning stages of World War Three. like almost 100% for sure. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no. The U.S. like blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Is it confirmed that we blew it up? It's, I mean, it in the no, but like yes, I mean, it's all like yes. It it was it's been determined an act of sabotage, Mm -hmm. and there's clips of Biden basically saying we like if you don't back the fuck off, like we will do something crazy, and like then this happened. And I think it was the French. You think the French did it? Oh, I think the French did it for sure. Why? Uh, Either because... way, that's still World War III. Like, eh, no, not, not necessarily. Uh, it's still an act of war towards like Russia. And now Azerbaijan is having uh, border skirmishes with Armenia. And sure. everybody has to buy gas from Azerbaijan right now. So they're just letting them get away with it. So like they'll play nice. Sure, of course. That's why. That's why they're getting away with it. We're more concerned with uh, keeping the status quo. Yeah, making sure people in Europe have gas to heat their houses with this winter so Armenia can get fucked right now. Yeah, you know, they're used to it. Yeah, true. Yeah, they're used to it. So why do you think it was the French? Oh, they've got one of the best, like, submarine programs and the best, like, frogmen. Hmm. Yeah, so they are the best at underwater sabotage and, like... I I bet the SEALs are better. No, they're not. Uh, France, Germany, and Russia, there's always this power struggle between those three. And France has, like, largely been irrelevant 
but now they got their chance. Hmm. Either way, it's still World War Three. We're in the beginning stages. You you just want there to be World War. I kind of do, but I mean, at the same time, I don't. But I also, I don't want Putin to drop a nuke. But I, I, I don't really think he will. But what if he does? How crazy would that be? It would be. Uh, it kind of depends what he drops it on. Sure. Well, any. I mean, anywhere he drops it, the world has to react and like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, fucking wild. Drops it on Bikini Atoll. It's like, oh, we already did that, <laughs> asshole. Drop it somewhere else. He fucking bombs Hiroshima again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just said that uh, they were going to annex four more regions of uh, Ukraine. Not like it's going well for them right now, but still it's just being like, yeah, we're going to take four more regions. <laughs> It works for me. Yeah, I mean, whatever he wants, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's World War Three. Like, it's it's just the beginning stages. It's just like you know a slow build. Man, World War World War Three is boring. World War One and World War Three are the boring ones. World War Two fucking rules. It, but even that took was a slow build. It took a lot to get that popping. You had to assassinate an art. Now that was number one. Yeah. No, Germany just started going crazy and taking shit. Sure. And so if that's what's happening right now is Russia is going crazy and taking shit. It's hardly a blitzkrieg, though. It's not really a blitzkrieg. They've been trying to take that one part of Ukraine for like... Six months. Yeah, a yeah. minute now. Good thing that we're sending them billions of dollars in weapons and aid every month. That's pretty cool. That's what I'm saying, man. World War Three. That's crazy. Shit's going to pop off real soon. Hopefully I can keep doing comedy, you know? Yeah, that's really the most I'll important switch, thing. I'll switch to becoming extremely patriotic in my jokes. I'll get a catchphrase about, blow them to hell or something. And, like, I'll get to do USO tours. America's going to go to war to preserve your ability to do comedy. Yeah, freedom yeah. ain't free. Support the troops. Blow up China. Blow up Russia. These Kill them all. don't run. Kill them all. Like. Don't tread on me. Let Christian U.S. God, the U.S. Christian God sort them out. You don't mess around with God's America. No. Not now, not never. Make nuclear bombs where the mushroom cloud is red, white, and blue. So everyone knows. No, nah, make, make it so that, the, so that it's pink and blue. I think, yeah. Drop transgender nuclear bombs on <laughs> Russia. I feel, like the new, so mad. I feel like the neutron bomb doesn't get talked about enough or used enough really like is it even real yeah i think it's real i don't think it's real i'm pretty sure it's real so what that that's the one that only does like organic matter and leaves the cities yeah fine yeah i don't don't even i don't think that's real i'm pretty sure it's real let's google it it was one of the uh main plot devices in breakfast of champions yes the stellar kurt vonnegut novel The neutron bomb and the senior prom. Testing of the W66 was carried out in the late 1960s and it entered production in June 1974, the first neutron bomb to do so. Approximately 120 were built and about 70 of these being on active duty during 1975 and 1976 as part of the Safeguard program. It's a real thing. All right. Very low residual radiation. It does it do what we said it does? It only does organic matter, or it's just a different kind of nuclear bomb? <laughs> In a standard thermonuclear design, a small fission bomb is placed close to a larger mass of thermonuclear fuel. The two components are then placed within a thick radiation case, usually made from uranium, lead, or steel. The case traps the energy from the fission bomb for a brief period, allowing it to heat and compress the main thermonuclear fuel. The case is normally made of depleted uranium and natural uranium metal because the thermonuclear reactions give off massive numbers of high-energy neutrons that can cause fission reactions in the casing material. Dope. 
In a neutron bomb, the casing material is selected either to be transparent to neutrons or to actively enhance their production. The burst of neutrons created in the thermonuclear reaction is then free to escape the bomb, outpacing the physical explosion by designing the thermonuclear stage of the weapon carefully. The neutron blast can be maximized while minimizing the blast itself. This makes the lethal radius of the neutron burst greater than that of the explosion itself. Since Mm. the neutrons scatter rapidly, such a burst over an enemy column would kill the crews and leave the air able to be quickly reoccupied you heard it there folks yeah brain city jerks the number one neutron bomb podcast in this or any universe yeah i mean the dead kennedys had a good song about it which one i think it was called neutron bomb yeah it sounds like a dead kennedy song uh or no, it's kill the poor that's what it was ah, the- now that we have the neutron bomb right it's quick and clean fresh and get right. things done drop a neutron bomb in like downtown la just clean it right up there you go if you have to lose some celebrities, that's fine. That's fine. Just get new ones. Just get new ones. Yeah. You don't have to pay them as much if they're new. Yeah. No, easy. Those old ones were... And you know what? Here's the other thing. America loves a dead celebrity. We do. We could do a, a star-studded tribute to our fallen stars. Yeah, and then you could like build a memorial in Skid Row uh, and displace everyone, all the people that would try and repopulate it. Just drop it at the Seattle International Comedy Competition to clear out some room for the rest of us. Yes. Yeah. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. The Seattle International the Comedy Competition. I didn't get in this year. Yeah. But looking good for next year, maybe. I also didn't get in. Presumably. Yeah. I didn't get a rejection letter. But I also didn't get an acceptance letter. Hmm. Curious. This is an even push. I got a... You're on the short list of backups. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're almost for sure a shoe-in for next year is what it said. I got a letter telling me that there was a way that I could naturally enlarge my penis. <laughs> and you're like, duh, I already know about gelking. Duh, obviously. Obviously. Gelking? You ever tie weights to your dick? Yeah, of course. Have you actually? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't, didn't, weren't expecting that, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I half was I mean, you don't tie them to your dick. It's, I don't have that much foreskin. Okay. You use a special clamp. Of course. Of course, obviously. Yeah. It's made by a gentleman in Texas. Is this true? Yeah, it's called a bib hanger. Okay. <laughs> the guy's name is Bib. Nice. He makes them, and it's specially molded to fit around your schwanz. Like, and, oh, your own. Like, it's, it's custom made to no not it's specially molded to fit around a schwanz okay yeah and then it has like a hook so you can attach what's the closing mechanism uh what's the what's the the material it's like uh a padded hinge no it's like a uh it's like a, a a rubber uh clamp that goes around the body of the penis and then it's like a like a like a molded plaster uh, that creates the hard part of it, and it's like a door hinge. And then you have to wrap your dick in like uh, you wrap it in a fabric. Then you wrap it in a uh, like do you know what a theraband is? Like one of those stretchy exercise bands. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's to help adhere the clamp to your dick. Hmm. And. If it hurts, you're doing it wrong. It, okay. It doesn't hurt. It's a little bit. It, it feels kind of like a stretch discomfort when you're doing it right. Sure. I've stretched my ears before. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but there's that. And then I've seen kind of like lesser models that's just like a uh, like a rubber sleeve that fits around your dick. And you can kind of load How much weight are we talking? Um. So when I was actually hanging the weights off of it, I would probably cap out around 10 pounds. But then I had a thing that was like, uh, you know, you go to the gym and they have those like, uh, like you pull like a cable pull. Mm-hmm. I had, I had that kind of system for a while and I could load that up with like 30 pounds of resistance. Hmm. So, and do you think it worked? Oh, it absolutely works. And do you maintain that length? Um, yeah. So so, did it affect your girth? Weighted stretching is one of the few mediums that actually, uh, you maintain the gains Mm -hmm. really effectively. Uh, cause what you're doing is you're stretching the ligament 
that attaches your penis into your body mm-hmm. called the tunica. And that it, it, it's really the easiest way to get the gains. Yeah. Like you, you, ha- you have I'm to pretty, condition ha- your... I'm pretty content with my dick. Yeah. No, like I, I wasn't like... I wasn't a micro penis before. Well, sure. You know, I was average before. Um, Numerous yeah. lovers have told me I have the perfect dick. Yeah. So you got to believe the data. Mm-hmm. Why fuck with perfection? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Some men say why, other men say why not. <laughs> sure. Uh, How much gains do you think you've made? Between two and three inches. What? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Let's say between two and two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Like when I've been at like my max kind of like peak worked out, I would get up to like eight inches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll drop back down to like seven and a half. Okay. Once I stop. Well, that's where I'm at Natty, baby. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird, man. I get it, but I don't get it. Eh, now, that's... neck stretching, though. That's something I've been thinking about getting into. Yeah? Putting on those brass rings. Go for it, man. Probably get called cultural appropriator. You would be a cultural appropriator. You don't own putting rings on your neck. You know what I mean? Like, anybody... There's no other culture in the world that does it. I think there is. I think there's, like, the Thai people. I think there's some African people. Okay. And, and like, so, you know. That's not your culture. Okay, but, like, it doesn't have to be. Like, you can just do a thing. It doesn't have to be. Like, I'm not doing it for their cultural reasons. I'm just doing a thing. You know what I mean? Like, in the same way you didn't invent, like, no one invented, like, graffiti. So, like, anybody can do it. Like, yeah, you, cavemen invented graffiti. Right. So, like, we're good. No, you have to live in a cave to do graffiti. Otherwise, it's cultural appropriation. Hmm. Nobody ever cares about white cultural appropriation. No. Halloween is fair game to do whatever you want with. No, I mean, Halloween is one of the most fertile grounds for cultural appropriation. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, you have to be very careful with what you do on Halloween. But you know what? I think only white people should celebrate Halloween because it's a European holiday, and if you're not white, then you shouldn't celebrate the holiday. I don't know. The original Europeans were black, man. Yeah, but not when Halloween came around. I don't fucking with you. (laughs) Uh... I don't actually think that. I don't care. It's whatever. But let me put rings on my neck. Stuff hold me back. Cultural heritage societies. Mm-hmm. No, you have to. You have to do blackface and then put the rings around your neck or yellow face. Be culturally sensitive. Yeah. What a wild thing to do, though. And then, like, you can't take them off because, like, your neck is like a big long noodle. And yeah. Your vertebrae, and it would collapse. Yeah, and your vertebrae are all spaced out and you're like that for the rest of your life yeah like or those people that like chip their teeth into like points sure it looks cool as fuck but like that cannot be good like the one that has to hurt like insane like that has to, so, like, yeah and then it's gonna hurt for a while after and then like well and then your teeth don't work how they're supposed to and then your teeth don't right it just seems like how we we have two incisors and they barely do anything. Like how has that maintained cultural relevance? We would think that it would be just like this makes life insanely harder. Like why are yeah. we doing this? Like scarification, I get it. Like but like busting your teeth up into point like it looks cool but like it yeah. has to be functionally like retarded. It's like Jinko jeans but in your mouth. It's like Jinko jeans with a 4-foot wallet chain. Yeah. 4-foot wallet chain. Uh, eight-inch platform Doc Martens. Yeah, and goggles on your head that you never use. Yeah, but in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. In Africa. Yeah, it just seems fucking dumb. What's more offensive, raver goggles or steampunk goggles? Uh, raver aesthetic or steampunk aesthetic in general? Steampunk aesthetic in general. Yeah, that's way more. Just like ugh. At least, at least raving is fun. At least raving's fun. At least they're on like, fucking I've drugs. Never, and I've never out. been, and like you know what? Like I used to shit on it, but like I would go to a rave. Like I would go check it out. I'm not like a steampunk rave would be awful. Ugh. It'd just be like a fucking steam organ music, would, ugh. and then would just be like a bunch of fat, sweaty nerds be like unnecessary. So tears me and everywhere. my girlfriend noticed you, and we're wondering if you'd like to join us. Would you like to come back to our Zeppelin? 
It's a 1989 Ford Astro van. <laughs> but the inside has a bunch of dials and levers. Huh, let me show you the Hindenburg. Yeah. Although, I mean, rigid, rigid airships did get a bum deal. Oh, I love that. I, yeah, we, we've, we've talked about this before, yeah. but no, the, like, the Hindenburg was sabotaged. Mm. The Hindenburg was sabotaged, and they made a huge deal about it wasn't really sabotaged. the Hindenburg uh, to th- basically make people not trust rigid airships. Yeah. So that jet transportation could come back in. I mean, this was like. It couldn't be jet, right? It was like airplane at the very least, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think it was sabotage. It was World War One, and we didn't. We were the main producers of helium, and so we didn't sell helium to Germany anymore. So they filled it up with nitrogen, nitrogen, hydrogen, hydrogen, and then lightning struck it, and they had super flammable. Like the outside of the dirigible had been covered in this like like water shedding material mm-hmm. but it just happened to also be like insanely flammable mm-hmm. and then lightning struck it and then it caught on fire and then all the hydrogen gas went boom yeah so god sabotaged it yeah and who does god love america right like if we, we just sold them earlier if we just sold them helium right then it'd be a different story if we had just worshipped it's the just what it just would have caught on fire it wouldn't have exploded <laughs> cool but yeah, no, airships are sick, and they. I, I saw a thing in the early like two thousands where they were going to like try and make airships a thing again and have like cross country sky cruise ships, basically. Sure. And then like it's like they're like you know it'll take a week to go from like L A to New York, but it's not about the speed; it's about like the journey. Just and, get struck by lightning again <laughs> and crash into the Grand Canyon. Uh, <laughs> Well, they were also talking about using it as, like, shipping because you could, like, take an entire, like, Walmart worth of goods in one thing and just, like, plop it down and just, like... Easy peasy. You don't have to fuck around with, like, trucks and stuff. Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe we'll see our ways of combustion engines being wrong. Elon Musk will start investing in dirigibles with, like, you know... Zeppelin operators are the new truckers. I mean, no, you're just getting... Cowboys of the sky. You'll just get robots doing it. Robot cowboys, baby. Because they'll operate at their their own altitude. Now it'll be like a drone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's, be, yeah. Uh, a guy driving it. Yeah, it'll be driving like six at the same Some time. Nerd. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll just be drones, and I don't know. Maybe we can be cruise ship, sky cruise ship comedians. Sure, I'll do that. I would do it. Uh, I got to wrap it up, man. Okay, I got to get to the. I got to get to the club. Oh, what's going on tonight? The popular show. Oh. Yeah. Word. All right. Rain City Jerks out.